You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How does a major food ordering app use messaging and segmentation to increase delivery efficiency by as much as 2x? Rebel Foods shares a recipe to delight your customer. So stay tuned for this and more in episode 409. Cracking the code on how you can drive business results and customer connection. Equipping you to acquire, engage, and retain customers, inspiring lasting loyalty across mobile, web, apps, and more. Welcome to Mobile Presence. This week and twice a month, we bring you a special series about retention sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform. Hosted by analyst, author, and top 30 mobile marketing influencer, Peggy and Salt. Thanks, Ricky, and thank you for joining Mobile Presence. I'm your host, as always, Peggy Ann Saltz, mobile analyst, tech consultant, founder of Mobile Groove. This time, bringing you Reimagine Growth, a special mini series on retention marketing brought to you by CleverTap. And as you know, retention is the new growth. We've been talking about that a lot here. A single digit increase in retention can mean double or even triple digit increase in profits. That's why we're looking at retention, which is also extremely important in these times. It's also critical to connect with your customers in a meaningful way. Sometimes it means rewriting the playbook and other times it just means tweaking some of the things you're doing to do them a bit better. In both cases, we need good advice. We need guidance. We get both from my guest today on Reimagine Growth. He's a marketing professional with around 11 plus years of experience in growth. Also looking at consulting, software development across telecom, food tech, automotive industries, and very, very keyed in to lifecycle management and marketing and also the customer journey. So I'd like to welcome Amit Padke. He is Associate VP Growth Marketing at Rebel Foods. Hey, Amit, great to have you here today. Hey, Peggy. Thank you very much for having me. You are really focused on customer lifecycle management and marketing. And this is really key to retention. You've nailed this because this is what you do, but I'd like to understand why you've nailed this. You know, you have combined this. What did you have in mind? Well, uh, so the customer comes in, the customer who's experienced you, uh, who's tried your product or service, uh, you would never really want that customer to leave you and go away. So we would, we would really like to know and understand what makes a customer tick and tailor our propositions around that. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. 
we understand that all customers are different and that is why it is important to understand them individually and try and serve them in a way that really suits them best. So by creating contextual, relevant and timely propositions uh, for a set of customers, uh, we are trying to make their experience on our ecosystem better, uh, not just in terms mm-hmm. of platform experience, but also when it comes to product, when it comes to service, when it comes to uh, the delivery of the food, when it comes to the packaging of the food. So in every possible touch point, our endeavor is to just make our customers' experience with us better, make it more consistent, make it more predictable, uh, so that the customer knows exactly, the customers know exactly what they're getting into. I wanted to also touch upon behaviors and shifts because that's what you have to notice to feed into your segments. So what is Rebel Foods? Rebel Foods uh, is possibly the world's largest uh, uh, internet restaurant chain operator. Uh, so mm-hmm. when we started, uh, we started as a main street operator, uh, a high street operator, where we used to have restaurants and we were pretty much a single brand entity then. We had a brand called Fasos. Uh, but uh, very early on, we realized that a lot of our orders were actually takeaways. We, we realized that we could serve our customers much better in a much more efficient way. Uh, if we managed to... Uh, give them the right product in a very, very um, efficient way at the right time, delivered in a very pristine condition. And that's the reason why we pivoted into the internet restaurant or the cloud kitchen model. Uh, so we run about uh, 10, 10 to 11 brands in India. And uh, we spread across more than 35 cities. Uh, and uh, so, so, so that's about us. We also have international operations in Indonesia, UAE, and the UK. Uh, so. And in terms of in terms of the behaviors that he said, so earlier, obviously, when you uh, when when everything was normal, uh, the behaviors were uh, kind of mirrored across the world, wherein people used to be busy in their offices. The pandemic kind of changed a lot of behaviors. Uh, so when it started, I guess everyone was struggling to make sense of it. So of course, it's not as it was before, uh, but we do see an uptick in purchase behavior. And this is not just restricted to the businesses that we run, uh, but even other economic indicators, such as vehicle sales, industrial production data, all of them are pointing to the same, that the customer sentiment does seem to be picking up. At a high level, has this shift in behavior that you've noticed, has that caused you to reimagine, redefine segments, journeys? Uh, so, yes, in a way. Uh, so what's happened is that, uh, so as I mentioned earlier, a lot of people earlier, uh, it, it does happen that when you're working, uh, and especially when you're working from office, uh, a lot of population is concentrated in the urban areas where they, uh, where uh, you, you try and find a house which is closer to your office. Uh, you'll try to economize the commute as much as possible. So, uh, so we realized that earlier there were a lot of nuclear families or couples or even singles who were living very close to the workspace, and the ordering patterns also uh, reflected that. Uh, mm-hmm. but what's happened is that ever since the lockdown has been imposed, so it does not really matter where you're working on, uh, working from, because most people are anyways working from home. Uh, so what's happened is, so take the example of Bombay. Uh, Bombay is a very large city and uh, it can be challenging uh, to travel a long distance. So even people who have families in Bombay, uh, they would still relocate to a place which is close to their work if their primary residence is a little far away off. So now what we're seeing is that a lot of people are moving in with their families, maybe their parents, maybe their brothers or sisters. Uh, so so. The family size in general living in a single residence has gone up a little bit and the ordering patterns also kind of reflect that uh, mm-hmm. because uh, 
because now customers are not just ordering for themselves uh, mm-hmm. but they're ordering for their families as well uh, yeah. right so uh, so while the frequency might have dropped a bit in in certain segments might have gone up a bit in certain others uh, but what we are surely seeing across the industry is that the order size itself the basket itself has gone up a little bit so in, in terms of journeys though so we started out right so when the pandemic started out uh, we built in the message of safety and reassurance in the entire customer journey uh, starting from the advertisements so that we were putting out uh, to the messaging on app and email uh, and this was the biggest change in terms of the customer journey itself uh, and everyone seemed to be talking about it uh, we incidentally were the first to initiate real time tracking of people involved in making the food and delivering it to uh, and we also got our entire staff certified by competent authorities and we also stitched that communication in our in app and website components so uh, mm-hmm. customers really got to know about uh, about what we were doing uh, so in terms of those in terms of what we modified uh, our journeys as when uh, the entire pandemic started was we started talking about things that matter to the customers the most this is always done uh, but this was done in various different ways earlier but mm-hmm. the pandemic kind of forced everyone to focus on that single biggest element which was bothering yeah. everyone which is safety uh, absolutely i have to say you know the pandemic accelerated a lot of change and what's interesting about this is you know it's speaking about your market but it's relevant to all markets it's about right. how do you tell your customers how do you reassure your customers that um what they are delivering is first, you know, according to their concerns around the pandemic, it's going to be safe, it's going to be reliable, it's going to be a good quality, but also you're delivering to a different type of customer segment, one that's ordering more for its families and, you know, friends and significant others than perhaps before from work. So there's a lot of change going on here. We're going to hear a little bit more about how this has impacted your messaging and marketing, maybe some examples, but right now, Amit, we do have to get a break. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. 
Here's your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Today we have Amit Padke. He is Associate VP Growth Marketing at Rebel Foods, a major, major name and brand in food delivery, which is why it's so exciting, Amit, to understand how you have increased the efficiency of delivery by as much as 2x. You know, a big part of this is ingesting the data properly to segment and prioritize customers. Um, at a high level, what has allowed you to do this? Well, uh, I guess what we did was uh, we uh, did have a lot of, uh, uh, we did a lot of consulting with uh, the Clevertap guys who are our uh, primary marketing automation uh, service provider. Uh, so what we realized was that there were the, the lockdown actually gave us an opportunity to go back to the basics to see uh, how did we segment the customers to see how did we at a, at a tech stack level how had we integrated our uh, automation engine and uh, our tech teams in close coordination with uh, our partners did work very hard in getting these pieces right. So what we did was essentially we fixed the shop, we uh, created sharper segments. Uh, in terms of the integration, we integrated it even tighter. And what we realized is that uh, a lot of our messaging, which is initially being missed out, uh, was now being delivered. Uh, also, we managed to integrate. So we know that a few Android devices have uh, uh, a little bit of a limitation when it comes to delivering push notifications. So there are very particular uh, technical solutions for that, especially for uh, companies like Xiaomi, who have a very big uh, market share in India. So uh, what Clevertap also did for us is that uh, they integrated those modules and in general what we saw is that the push notification uh, deliveries to our customers uh, had improved by almost twice as much uh, in, mm -hmm. in, in this period. On the way to improvements, there's a little bit of trial, there's a little bit of error. Mistakes are always good because you learn so much from them. Is there uh, a mistake that you learned from or some key learnings here on the way? Because it's basically building the tech stack to improve deliveries, delight the customer. Is that what I'm hearing here? Yeah, so uh, so what we focused on is uh, to, to have a customer single view really, uh, an aggregated uh, data layer, which, uh, which allows us to understand what the customer needs. What we did was we tried to automate the entire thing. We tried to eliminate a lot of manual touch points, uh, wherein as soon as there is a particular trigger at a customer level, and you need to initiate a campaign that happens automatically. You don't need uh, to rely on someone to extract the data, then study the data, and then push the uh, communication forward because you know that you have to be very, very uh, uh, time sensitive in terms of getting a message out uh, to the customer. So what we try to do really is to get the message out in as near real time as possible. And this can mm -hmm. only be uh, enabled with a fairly high level of automation and sophistication at the uh, at the data aggregation end. So, uh, so what we really try to do is build a single data mart, a single customer view, uh, which could orchestrate campaigns in ways that we would really want them to. Uh, this also involved creation of a lot of models, uh, uh, decision tree models as well as heuristics, uh, and uh, we are also heading towards uh, deploying more and more propensity-based models as well, uh, uh, statistical regression-based models as well. So. Uh, so essentially, it's about how do you bring your data together and how do you make it work for you, uh, which matters in the end. Uh, about mm -hmm. uh, because because only then can you serve the most relevant uh, 
things to a particular customer. And this is, uh, and while I say this, there is no compromise in terms of uh, data privacy, right? Because that is something which is very, very dear to us. We wouldn't want to feed customer information and then uh, do anything about it, which should not be done. So while we're very conscious about it, the only try, uh, the only attempt that we do is to serve our customers in a way that is relevant to them. Mm -hmm. And I also like the idea that you're looking more at probabilistic, you know, propensity, predictive, yeah. getting predictive around this. I mean, we're not there yeah. yet, but um, that is the goal. And that's the goal for marketers everywhere, not just in India, where you're based, where you're coming from us today, but also globally. Can you give us an idea of um, some of the milestone steps on that journey? I mean, in order to become more predictive, what does my tech stack or what does my strategy, what does my marketing strategy need to look like? I mean, for one, I need to be real time to get that data in order to predict some patterns, but how predictive can you get currently as a marketer, well, not just you personally at Rebel Foods? Yeah, well, it, it really depends on how do you define the business problem in the first place. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in a previous organization that I used to work for, which is quite evolved in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, building statistical models for their customers it was a consulting firm, really. Uh, so they used to. So there was always a saying which is going, uh, which is to go around in that company, which said that a data scientist has to put business first, statistics second, and coding third. Uh, whereas an ML engineer or the guy who deploys it has to put coding first, statistics second, and business third. So, so what's important for us to understand here is that if you want to get prediction really right, it cannot. It, it cannot just be about building an algorithm or building a decision tree or building a, a, a propensity model. What you really need to do is understand what the business problem is and then layer everything around that. So, mm -hmm. so you need to you need to have so you need to begin with the end in mind, right? So, what is it? What is it exactly that you want the model to do for you? Uh, and and then you define your problem accordingly. Then you define your variables accordingly. Then you start training the model, and then you you'll finally arrive at a, at a place uh, which will start delivering. The results that you want to deliver. But it's also really helpful for me to do what you've just done, which is to give us a little bit of a blueprint of the steps. You know, yes, you do have to know your company. You do have to know what you want to achieve. And then you sort of architect it based on that. Another point that you brought up is the journeys. Now, what I am excited about is how you are building a journey that combines the digital and physical. That's not very often. And you have the opportunity to do this because of the touch points you have with your customer as well. I mean, how are you approaching delivering that, that magic moment? And a lot of people talk about that, you know, in apps, in mobile, there has to be a magic experience that we get where the technology is gone and the experience is in the forefront. What are you doing? Yeah, so that's what Steve Jobs said, right? So the best yeah. technology just disappears <laughs> in the user's hands. So, uh, so we are kind of we have a, a very unique advantage in the sense that we run our own restaurants and we run our own deliveries to an extent as well, uh, which is through our, our direct-to-consumer channels. Uh, so what we've been trying to do, and we we've, uh, uh, we've kind of tried to map user journeys in great detail. Uh, so be it in the way that they interact with the app, be it uh, in the way uh, how they view things, right? So uh, in terms of where do they want the restaurant browsing to be, uh, would they appreciate if we have some curated collections for them? 
in, in the app somewhere. So what we've done is we've kind of tried to study each and every user movement. Uh, we actually do that with physical trials, a lot of insighting, speaking to a lot of customers. So while while technology is there, but before you take before you put the tech in the customer's hands, you actually need to understand how does the customer behave or interact with the app. And, and that's something that we put a lot of focus in. And that does not end there because the experience that you give the customer is just the first layer of it, right? So uh, the customer goes to the app, places an order. So it's important that you uh, allow the customer to place the order with a lot of ease, with minimum clicks or swipes. Uh, you let the customer pay with the maximum ease possible. So all of this is something that you need to ensure. But what you also need to ensure is that your entire chain is very tightly coupled together because the data then flows from the customer app to the kitchen where the order is received and processed. Uh, there's a queue management system. There's a ticket management system which needs to be in perfect sync with uh, the app itself. Then the food needs to go out to the rider and then the rider is the one who actually goes and delivers the food. Uh, to the customer at the end of the day, so so it's so it's basically a journey between multiple systems. Uh, it starts mm -hmm. with the customer app, uh, then it goes to the kitchen's order management system, uh, then from there it is routed to the driver uh, or the rider, and then the rider has his own uh, system in which he knows where to go, who to call, where to deliver, and how to deliver. So it's so while. In the back end, there are many, many systems that are working together. In the front end, it's as simple as the customer just opening an app, uh, uh, just swiping once or twice and clicking twice or thrice and making the payment and then, then his home. So, yeah. uh, so what's very important for us is that we uncomplicate the life at the customer's end. Uh, and for that, we are willing to take on uh, many challenging algorithms and development of many challenging algorithms and logics at the back end so that the life of the customer really stays simple. Uh, mm -hmm. The customer has a lot of things to do. He does not need to worry about learning how to use an app. Exactly. That's the point. You have to remove that. You have to increase the magic. We do have to go to break now, Ami, but when we come back, we'll talk about your vision for how this can look um, and also get some tips and some maybe even a little bit of fun after the break when we get some short answer segments in the second, sure. in the final half, rather, final segment of the show. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, You'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. 
Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Sauls. And welcome back to Mobile Presence, final segment. And here we are with Amit Petke. He is Associate VP, Growth Marketing, Rebel Foods. And Amit, we've been talking about how you have been approaching the customer journey, because let's face it, you're a bit on the customer obsessed side, but in a very good way. Uh, and learning quite a lot from you as well. But this is the final segment where we just sort of get to know you and we get to know some quick answers. Customer obsessed is what I called you. What do you think of when I say that, customer obsessed? Uh, well, it's about it's about thinking of what the customer wants first and then building solutions around it. Because if we, if we start with us at the center of, of the discussion about uh, what we can do and what we cannot do, we'll never be able to serve the customer well. And that's what we've been doing of late. So we've always been trying to ask ourselves that what does the customer want? And then we tailor our solutions around it. We do, uh, we do changes if we need to do we work, uh, but at the end of the day, the customer is always at the center of our universe. Magic moment. Uh, magic moment is, I guess, surprising uh, your better half uh, or your maybe your kids with with some really good treats in the lockdown when everyone's uh, you cannot go out much. I think sweets can do that trick. So uh, maybe just ordering a cake home or a dessert home with a, a very special message. Very much. And uh, it makes sense to treat ourselves, to treat ourselves very well. And one thing we also have, it seems in lockdown, is more attention or more patience for discovery than usual. What about attention span? What do you think of when I say that? It is, attention span for me is uh, speaking about design. It's about, uh, it's about how well laid out is your app or your website or whatever. How does it draw the customer's attention to what you want the customer to see? Retention framework. Well, it's about understanding what does the customer want at what stage is the customer in uh, and then building rules and models around that. So it's, it's really about understanding what, what part of the customer's life cycle journey is that particular customer in. It's, it's always been a maxim for a long time that preventing churn is better than winning customers back. So there are two ways in which you can retain customers. Uh, one is not let anyone go. The second is you try to win those customers back who already left you. Uh, for me, the one that I would always prefer is to prevent churn. And for that, uh, what helps you really, especially in an industry which is as complex as food, uh, statistical models work really, really well here. And we used to use a lot of that in the telecom industry as well, uh, whereas those correlative variables really gave you an indication of when would the customer churn. And uh, finally, since we're talking about preferences and being customer obsessed, being food obsessed, that's what I am usually, favorite food, Amit, what's yours? Well, for me, uh, I, I really love one of our brands called Mandarin Oak. It's our, it's a Chinese brand. It's our take on Chinese. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I really am love, in love with that brand. I could, I could probably eat it every single day of the week. <laughs> That's a tip for me. Okay. Well, this has been great. Amit, it's been wonderful to talk with you. I want to thank you for sharing your time today. Thank you so much, Peggy.
And of course, you know, our listeners, they're the type of people they might want to keep up with you, maybe in social, maybe you're out there, webinars, uh, whatever. What's the best way? Well, I guess I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. So uh, that's, that's probably at the moment the best way to keep in touch with me. And we'll have those details in the show notes. So again, thanks so much for being my guest. Thank you so much, Mary. And of course, Amit has shared his journey and to keep helping marketers, organizations as they drive customer connection, re-enter the market post-COVID-19. CleverTap continues with its Reimagine Growth series, a series of webinars, all at hashtag Reimagine Growth. In the series, it's all about lifting the lid on top mobile brands, how they're successfully handling acquisition engagement retention right now. So get ready to grow, get ready to check it out. You can find it all over at clevertap.com forward slash Reimagine Growth. And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week, find out more how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, you can email me, Peggy, Peggy at MobileGroove.com. That's where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. You can find all earlier episodes of our show by going to WMR.FM, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, Amazon, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. Keep well, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.